Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. So they have uh, redone the Tower of Terror, which is something we talked about like 18 months ago and sort of laughed like, yeah, how could this ever possibly happen? <laughs> And now and it's, it, did. it really happened. <laughs> yeah. It still it still blows my mind. Yeah. So now at least yeah. two of us have gone on it, right? I know Louie, you've gone on it. I've gone yeah. on it. And Alex, you have not yet, right? No, I haven't been to Disneyland in a while. So I'm uh yeah, you've been I'm... to Disney World twice, but not Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. I don't know how this happens. So uh, Louie, why don't you why don't you talk a bit about your impressions? I, you know, we don't want to be too spoilery, so don't go into too right. much detail about the ride itself a little bit, but what do you think? I'm into it. I, I think it's a just a wonderful, fun time. The thing I did notice with a few of the people that I've been on it with is that it makes people feel a little bit more nauseous than the old one did. Because, because, because of screens? No, it's not because of the screens per se. It's more of the motion of the vehicle. It used to be hmm. that it just kind of... it you know, burst up and then like fell down and yeah. burst up to this thing and then fell down. But yeah, it's more of a zero gravity wobbles. ride. Yeah, uh, it kind of like wobbles in space a little bit in addition uh-huh. to it bouncing up and down. And it seems like it's doing it at an accelerated rate. Yeah, it's just moving differently. Because mm-hmm. with the Tower of Terror, the gimmick was it's an elevator. And so yes. one thing they do a lot is they would just stop you. Like you would just yes. be hanging there for three, you know, three or four seconds and then drop. And yes. that mechanic doesn't exist anymore. Now Correct. you're just going up and down continuously, basically. Yeah. yeah so you what, can't catch a breath. What is the vehicle supposed to be now? It's a it's gantry a... lift. Okay, so it's still an elevator. <laughs> yeah, it's still an elevator, 100%. So you're in kind of a space prison. It's the collector's you know, hideout, uh, and you're trying to rescue the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy with the help of what? Rocket. Rocket, The raccoon yeah. is, is kind of the one that launches the plan that you are helping him out with. So got it. The the entirety of the theming is actually pretty well done. Exterior aside, I'm not like super upset with the exterior like a lot of people mm-hmm. are, but the interior is actually pretty rad. There's a few things that make it feel a little tiny cheap, I think. Uh some of the lighting effects in the previous boiler room, whatever this new thing is called. I don't know uh-huh. where you are. But there's like, you know, there's like this weird like fiber optic thing where you can see the data being transferred in the wires or something. It's cool, but it also kind of feels like maybe this cost them $4. And that kind of bums me out. And it's my impression that they outsourced a lot of this particular attraction. Is that correct, Greg? You know, I don't know, but that wouldn't totally surprise me, especially because it was done so quickly. And Imagineering doesn't really do stuff very quickly. Yeah, I I feel like they've just brought a team in and they just executed on it. I do know a couple of the people that worked on it uh, just as acquaintances, and they were Imagineers. Now, I mean, they might have done the actual physical work through contractors, right. like the, the new animatronics right. they have and so on, um, might have been done outside. So that, yeah. that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. My impressions of it were, you know, I was not excited about this because I was a Tower of Terror fan. Um, I think it's a really, really good ride. Mm-hmm. And so I went on, on this, and I also I, I hated the exterior, you know, when I saw all the photos of the construction, etc. I guess I'm I'm indifferent to the exterior now, or not indifferent. I still think it's pretty ugly. And, like, <laughs> I took a photo of the Carthay Circle Theater, and it has this big piece of space junk behind it now. So <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really that happy about that. But, you know, it's okay. It's... It, could it be worse? Uh, maybe. I don't know if it could be worse or not. But anyway, I'm sort of resigned to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on the ride. The ride was fun. Like, I, I had I had a good time on the ride. It's enjoyable. 
I don't think it's... I didn't get as much out of it as the Tower of Terror. It didn't feel as like as rich of an experience. I don't mm-hmm. think most people necessarily will feel the same way as I did on that. People Probably people will like it a lot, I think. The people I was with really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt more video-y. It definitely has yes. a lot of video. And just the theme doesn't feel as rich as a you know old haunted hotel, which I yeah. think yeah. just is a very resonant theme and has a lot you know a lot comes along with that. Right. Yeah. So I I I, mi- I miss that part of it. Well, I was just gonna say I think you explained it well when you said it doesn't have quite of a rich of a thing as a uh, haunted hotel. There's mm-hmm. there the one part about it I actually really like is almost the first part of the ride where Rocket takes you to like the level that has like the power generator and it's like Mm -hmm. a really good set actually that they built for physical set and i think it looks really nice and then yeah and then the rest of it is all screens and even though the video itself is very well produced like i have no complaints about the production value but my favorite part is the physical set and yes i don't know it's just like in this whole tour it never really felt as good as even like the Harrison Hightower thing where it's almost a similar thing, right? This is kind of like halfway between Haunted Hotel and Harrison Hightower where it's like he's also a collector of a variety of things. And in that queue, everything felt very organized. and like I was disappointed that the boiler room didn't show more of the collection because I had a fast right. pass to ride in this. And I right. zoomed right past all the little cubicles that had yes. the yes. you know captured things. And I barely got any impression of that at all. Right, because that part is cool. Like that part is like a, like really nice looking props that are in display cases. It looks like you're traveling in a museum. And I really like that part. But you're right. You zoom past it when you're doing fast pass. Wait, have we all been to Tokyo, all three of us? Yeah. I have not been in the Tower of Terror in Tokyo. Oh, okay. But, you know, Alex, you know when you're, like, in the Tower of Terror in Tokyo, and, like, when you're in the part where you're boarding, there's six different areas that have, like, really dense collections of, like, shields or swords or whatever. And or tapestries. And it's really cool. And it's really dense and really well curated and, like, beautifully displayed. But this looks like a junk storage room mm-hmm. and I wish it was, I wish the entire thing felt like it was a museum. Yeah. I've heard that people describe this attraction as the most universal thing that, that Disney's ever built. And I wanted to hear a reaction yes. to that. Does it feel, does that, is that accurate? I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. A hundred percent for a lot of reasons. I mean, it has sort of a, you know, in your face edgy attitude, just like the movies do. Mm-hmm. It's very video-y, which is a universal thing as well. Yeah. It has a more concrete plot, like universal attractions tend to. Yeah, this is very explainy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they tell you everything that's happening, the whole... <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah, There's the no whole, Every step of the way. Yeah. And and it's like, you're the one, you're not watching it, you're part of it. You're like, right, you're participating. Rocket is recruiting you, mm-hmm. and you're going to do this, and I swear Transformers The Ride is exactly the same thing. Yes, it is. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Spider-Man is as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah, you're help, helping yeah. Spidey get a good photograph or something. This last trip that I took, after going on all the e-tickets all over again, especially after writing this one, I, like, remembered how fond, you know, I think about Big Thunder Mountain. It's just, mm-hmm. it's such a damn good attraction. And there's nothing that they convey to you. Yeah. But you get the full picture just by being in there with no description of what's going on right there's no story and a story wouldn't make it better it's storytelling through osmosis instead of just like sort of hitting you over the head with a with a plot 
Yeah. And there's, there's a weird thing that happens with, you know, I, I feel like I talked about this a little bit in the Hong Kong chat where the, I don't remember what the grizzly roller coaster is called. I feel yeah. really bad for not remembering what it's the, called. The bear roller coaster. It's grizzly something mine cars roller coaster right. TM. Right. Anyway, but in it, it's it's so more descriptive, even though, like, they also don't really tell you anything. Like, the bears are kind of mischievous, and they're, they're more in your face about, oh, we're accidentally doing this, and oh my god, it's all probably going to explode in the way that the bears are, like, leaning up against the switch or, you know, clawing at the dynamite or whatever. Whereas, like, Big Thunder Mountain is like, oh, I can see, like, this this goat has a piece of dynamite in its mouth. And that's the only hint that we have that something, like, has gone awry. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. And I Hungry think it's goat. awesome. I think that's yeah. just really great. And in comparison to Guardians, it just, it, it leaves so much mystery out of it. And, it, and that part does bum me. Yeah. Out. So it, my final reaction was that, you know, I was worried it was going to be terrible and it was not terrible. It was fine. It was, not. It was fine. Yep. It, I don't like it as much as what was there before. It's okay. I don't think it'll, it'll get as many repeat rides from me as tower did. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I, I went on it once on the trip I was on and I wouldn't have mind doing it one, one more time. Like I didn't get the chance to, um, but yeah, it didn't. I'm not craving it the way I did Tower when it first came out. Yeah, I I never got to do Monsters After Dark, which really bums me out. I heard that was very good. Yeah, I didn't get to do it. Yeah, it seemed like it seemed like not a bad way to approach this. I think that Star Tours is a great example of how like a video simulator attraction could be. Just throw a bajillion scenarios in there and make me want to ride it more than once, I think mm-hmm. is a great way to handle like videos. Yeah. And I think that Monsters After Dark was 1 million percent that same sort of thing, which is like, hey, after this time, it's going to be different. So try it again then. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, that's awesome. And then it was only for Halloween time. I'm like, what makes it only a Halloween thing? Do it all the time after a certain hour. Who cares? That's why a Soren should work that way, too. I like, agree. I, I cannot yeah. believe Soren it doesn't. Could- it's, yeah, it it's blows my mind. To me that, yeah, Soren could do so many different things. And if it did, Soren would be easily one of the finest attractions in any park. If every time you rode it, it was a it was randomized at a different part of the world, right. and they had dozens of them, it's just like the rewritability would be nuts. Everyone already loves that attraction, right? It wouldn't be hard to make right. it so much easier and so much better for everyone else. Yeah, they would have to line a whole lot more scents in their little scent cartridges, though. <laughs> it is a problem. <laughs> yes, they would. You know, this this last time I noticed that, you know, I I always used to joke about, you know, people immediately after I get on the ride, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the first person to say, oh, it smells like oranges. But that's completely gone now because it doesn't smell like oranges. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but my God, I you would not believe it. But people are just now they're just like, oh, it smells like dirt. It really smells like dirt. And I think it's just <laughs> so much of a funnier thing now. They should have done this thing where just when you fly over the Taj Mahal, it just smells like oranges. They should just no explanation it. given. Just, yeah. it's just, it just, it's smells, just like smells like oranges. Yeah, <laughs> it just randomize all the scents. Randomize the videos. Randomize the scents. People go crazy about it. I don't understand. Yeah. It's it's cute, but it's like oh man, suddenly 4D. Okay, we haven't talked about Soren over the world. I don't like Soren over the world. You or mean around Soren the world, around the world? Yeah, yeah. yeah. around the world. Sorry, yeah. Um, it is. There's so much CG in it. 
and yeah. I find it really distracting. Like the the jumping uh, orca. Yes, yeah, the, the jumping yeah. orca. There's polar bears. There's always like something going on, kind of off to the side, that is really super distracting for me. And even the Taj Mahal is CG, and you can tell it's CG. I don't know the whole the whole thing kind of bugs me. I feel like when it was California, like the the focus was on kind of the natural beauty. And now I feel like they're not even showing you the natural beauty. It's like a CG version of a lot of this stuff. And yeah. then it gets upstaged by like an orca jumping out of the water. Right. Yeah. So I have I have two things to say about this. One, if you're going to do, you know, just rendered graphics instead, then why not make it an animated film to begin with? Why not make it look more animated? Yeah. I think yeah. that would be totally fine. Do Soren around Paradise Falls. That would be super cute. Go do it. I don't care. Doesn't mm-hmm. bother me what format this looks like it's in. Whatever. And the other thing that bothers me, though, about Around the World versus Over California is that the music does not sync well anymore. Yeah. It used to be that there was a, like, just kind of like it's a small world. There's a loop that It's a Small World runs, and every room and every, like, character has its own loop that it runs at the same exact speed. And now, you know, or that's how it used to be with Soren, too. Like, there was, like, a 20-second this and then a 20-second this and then a 20-second this, and each part of the music just was the same thing, just kind of repeated, and it was great. But now everything is in a different style, but it's also not the same length of time. So you're listening to the tune of Soren in the Taj Mahal scene, and it feels like it ends abruptly when it transfers to the hot air balloon one, and it goes to a different kind of style of music. And it really bums me out because it doesn't sound as cohesive anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. I've only gone on it once or twice, and just it's. I mean, I didn't love Soren over California, to be honest. I liked it, didn't mm-hmm. love it. Um, but now I like it less. I have to wonder, you know, you know that video where the, I don't even know who it was, who the Imagineer talks about, like, how they came up with this idea of Soren and how he's like, sure. and then they took out my erector set and I realized that I could do this yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Yep. Yep. Doesn't the entire system, looking back on it, look way overcomplicated for what it is? <laughs> yeah. And um, all the other flying theater ride systems, like, completely leapfrogged it. Yes. Everything is so much simpler now for yeah. the same exact effect. And I just, it seems yeah. like overkill. Have either of you done the um, Wings Over Washington attraction? Absolutely. It's wonderful. It's, it's really good. It's really good. And it's like, my God. I mean, Greg, what, what, what's the size of that room in comparison to Soaring? I mean, it's tiny. Yeah, it's probably, a, it's probably a quarter as big. I mean, it probably, the ride seats probably 60 people, I guess. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. But it feels maybe just as good. I think I think it's far better, to be honest, than Soren. It's amazing. I think, I think it's really, really good. Also, they use CG. Their, their ride film is way better, I think. Yes. They use CG, yes. but it doesn't upstage the landscape. No. They're much more just careful with it. I think that ride is incredible, and I can't believe just how silly Soren is, because the load time is forever. That takes stupid amounts of time to get that thing yeah. running. I think it was legitimately three times on three different gliders that while I was boarding this last time, they had to tell people to stop rocking it. And (laughs) 
that was never a problem with wings over Washington. You can't rock the damn yeah. thing. It's not possible. The seats are yeah, stationary. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I just, I feel like they made a huge mistake with Soren. They need to rethink the entire damn thing. It's not <laughs> difficult to reproduce something that's vastly superior that is less problematic. Well, maybe that's Flight of Passage, right? The in Avatar. Land. I guess so. so the, I guess so. The next next version of it, maybe. Flight of Passage does have significant loading difficulties as well, though. So yeah, that, the, you don't you don't get a, you don't get around that. It's a low capacity too right uh you know i would say well, they it's have on more par theaters, right they have like yeah. four theaters they have four theaters and each theater has four three or four floors and each floor holds about 20 people on each side it's a i mean it's decent oh, it's decent hold on enough a second. i didn't know there were floors are there floors there are floors yeah you you go up and down you go up and down stairs yeah, see, this is what was shocking to me about like my revelation this time about soren was I didn't understand why it needed to lift off to begin with. Yeah. Uh, Avatar does not lift off at right? all. You could just board on a different level, and then suddenly yeah. you're already there. You're ready yeah, to go. You, you go upstairs, or you go downstairs, and that's it. I was going to say, for the listeners, Wings Over Washington is a ride in Seattle at the pier next to the Ferris wheel, and it's incredible, and you should absolutely do it if you're a theme park fan and in Seattle. Yeah. The pre-show is great, too. Everything about the entire thing, start to finish, is really good. There are animatronics in the theater also. I mean, they're not very Uh, sophisticated, but it's really cool. Yeah, there are animatronics in the theater. The pre-show has like a few animatronics and has a really cool video wall effect. The pre-loading room before the pre-show is like super really detailed. The only thing that sucks is when you exit the entire attraction, you're thrown into like a dumpster (laughs) of really bad sort of fisherman's wharf tourist trap. Yeah, I know that place. Yeah. It's terrible. It's one of those wooden and brass extravaganzas from the 1980s. It's a good time. 